Thank you so much, Mr. Bill Gates, for joining us live today. Uh, we understand you're a very busy man trying to orchestrate a new global order. But firstly, I'd like to ask, why does this pandemic require a global response? Well, I'd say it's critical because the tools that are going to reduce deaths, the, the drugs, you know, that's a global thing uh, to get those out. And the thing that'll get us back to the world that we had before coronavirus is the vaccine and getting that out to all 7 billion people. Uh, this is the whole, whole world working on probably the most urgent tool that's ever been needed. Mr. Gates, you say you want to save 7.7 .7 billion people, but um, I thought you were advocating a depopulation agenda through vaccines. Well, there's the period uh, when I and other health experts uh, were saying that this is the greatest uh, potential downfall the world faced, uh, you know, going back quite a ways uh, with a speech in 2015 and a New England Journal of Medicine article about the specific things. So you're not a doctor, yet the governments are listening to you, but there are many experienced physicians and doctors across the internet that are being silenced. Are you part of this? censorship, uh, and do you think that this is corporate espionage? Well, it's a perfect question because we want to get back to the life we had before coronavirus. And, you know, people are seeing the, the economic destruction, destruction, the psychological stress. Uh, you know, this is such an unprecedented, uh, very tough thing to deal with. Mr. Gates, I just want to go back to your TED talk where you predicted and outlined the whole pandemic. Today, the greatest risk of global catastrophe doesn't look like this. Instead, it looks like this. Congratulations on an excellent job well done. You've got the globe in a bit of a spin at the moment. But uh, I suppose that leaves humanity with one question, and that is, will the effects of the vaccines into the future kill more people mm -hmm. than the coronavirus will once there's herd immunity amongst the population. We'll need to fund about 10, the 10 most promising constructs because <laughs> we won't know in advance which one will prove to be safe and effective. And being effective for older people whose immune system is weak is a huge challenge. If you really amp up the vaccine to do that, then you can run into safety issues. I know the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have funded this research, but you also own the patent to the coronavirus. Is this not a conflict of interest? Well, we definitely need to fund the research <laughs> and the manufacturing and the distribution. Do you know that there's a new study uh, that found the 2019 flu shot made the, the people more susceptible to coronaviruses? Uh, are you still pushing ahead for a, a mandatory vaccine? Yeah, this is a public good. And so, you know, those trade-offs, the governments working on a cooperative basis will be involved in the decision to say, hey, the regulator says go ahead, even though you haven't taken the normal time period. Thank you so much for taking the time and speaking with us today. But I just want to ask one final question, and that is, will you and your family get vaccinated? No. The in <laughs> So, yeah, that was just a parody that someone created, guys. I found that to be completely hilarious. So, yeah. All right, all right, guys. Like, we got over that now.
Uh, this is welcome to the Rate Infinity Show podcast, everyone. This is episode number 115. Today, I got two of my good friends here to come on the show and talk about some politi- politics, really. Um, I got my good friend Greg Hoyt um, from the channel The Breakdown with Greg Hoyt, and they got Jason from the channel Orbital Bacon, aka Orbital Bacon. How you guys doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me on. Yeah, like I said, I owed you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, like I said, Greg, I owed you like a, a, another video because the last one didn't turn out that well because of all the audio issues that happened with that. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it happens, man. It's all good. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for coming because like um, I was also going to get another guy on here, but he wasn't able to make it. So, yeah, so it's just going to be the three of us here tonight. So, yeah. Yeah. And like um, what I wanted to start out with you guys here tonight was um, we've all heard about the recent events that have been going on in Hawaii the last, um, was it three or four days, something along those lines. We're like, um, if th- there's wildfires going on there. Now you could say like, oh, there's wildfires that happen all the time. But this wild, these wildfires that's going down there in Maui, Maui, I, I don't know how you say it, but I'm just Maui. Maui, uh, okay. Maui, yeah. Ma- yeah, Maui. They say that this is the biggest wildfire in over a hundred years that is in recorded, well, since recorded history, pretty much, really. And so far, up over a hundred, up to I don't know if it has gone to a hundred people yet, but somewhere in that range where we've it's been confirmed that around that amount of people have died already. And there's still hundreds of people missing, including children. And like that is that's the most disturbing part, particularly children being have been missing. And actually, I believe even some have been have died already. And there have been a lot of conspiracies been going on with this because, like, um, there's been a lot of th- drones and satellites been spotted over Hawaii these last few weeks, apparently, from what I, from everything I've read. And a lot of people are, are debating whether or not these fires were caused by satellites, drones, or even some people are saying the Chinese government or even our the own our own U.S. government was behind this. So I, I want to get what your guys' opinion on that is. Uh, Whoever wants to go first, Ken. Uh, Mr. Bacon, you want to go first? Uh, Well, for for me, it's just all this stuff happening um, so close together. You know, obviously things happen like um, people get struck by lightning, you know, shark attacks. But these are things that have really low statistical probability. You know what I mean? So they're, they're usually pretty far and few between. They're spread out just because of how statistically improbable they are and that's what fires you would have normally historically we would put that in that category we would say that wildfires like this are so you know they they shouldn't be so common and we're and it's whether it's wildfires uh in the forest like i think there was something going on in california there when there's something up in canada um but then also the fires with all like the train fires, the building fires, just all of these things burning it so close together. It's uh, all I'm going to say is it's statistically improbable. Obviously, I get labeled a conspiracy theorist all the time, whatever. I'll put my tinfoil hat on, but I just I don't see how this could all be coincidental. It's it's um, it's near impossible. Yeah. How about you, Greg? Um, honestly, even though Hawaii um, is not necessarily known for their, you know, wildfires, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, I'm not surprised that a wildfire could transpire there for a number of reasons. Uh, the first being the term wildfire now is such an ambiguous term. 
uh, because if you were to approach a random person on the street and ask them what a wildfire is, they would probably think of some shit that, you know, just out of nowhere, a fire came because it was just so damn hot outside, which I mean, is that a possibility? Like, is that one of the definitions of a wildfire? Technically, but more often than not, wildfires are either uh, intentional acts of arson or controlled burns that became uncontrolled. Um, considering it's it's a you know semi tropical climate, uh, climate, considering that it is summertime, I'm not at all surprised at the possibility that either an intentional act of arson or uh, uh, a controlled burn burn that became unmanageable, you know, spawned into a wildfire. I think one of the reasons why you're hearing the term wildfire is because it goes tandem with people bitching about climate change um so i i I don't think the fires i don't think the fire is anything that's like the a conspiracy in in nature like you know the actual fire itself but i believe that the events will be used as fodder and propaganda for you know the climate crisis yeah and yeah i kind of agree with you on pretty much everything on there and Jason, like you mentioned, uh, a lot of these fires just happening all of a suddenly at the, the same time. Well, one of the things you forgot about was you, you see, you've been seeing a lot of farms, livestock, and even a bunch of eggplants being set on fire all, for all knows for no reason whatsoever. It just oh, yeah. coincidentally just happened. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know that this one in Hawaii is necessarily connected to anything, but I, I would say at the very least, what Greg just mentioned was that they will, at the very least, if it if it's not some sort of uh, nefarious thing behind it that they'll use it uh, opportunistically to push the climate change narrative to get people scared. See, it's so hot outside. Remember that guy uh, over in London, one of the guard passed out. It was only like 86 degrees outside, but it's because they're wearing those coats and that hat and everything. And they tried to say, Oh, he passed out. He had a heat stroke because it's climate change. It was just so hot. It was 86 degrees. That's nothing. Any, anybody who lives down in the South knows that's nothing. 86 degrees and nothing but he was in a coat and uh you know multiple layers and that big fur hat and you know all the heat escapes off your head or a lot of it i shouldn't say all of it a lot of heat escapes off your head and so if it's in a big fur hat it's all clammed up in there so that's why he passed out but yeah no they'll but that's just an example they'll use it like greg said they'll use this regardless of what's behind it to say look it's it's climate change guys we gotta do something more uh paper straws and plastic wrappers Oh yeah, no, it's it's the same shit that you see happen every year. Like you ever notice like every year um there is some kind of thing, you know, race related thing. Like, you know, uh the the black man of the year. Something bad happened to black man. Uh and every year more often than not, you'll see ones where where it feels like it's manufactured. It, it feels like, you know, the media is making a mountain out of molehill. Yeah. And every so often you'll get one that, you know, is actually legitimate. It's not one that was propped up by the media. It wasn't one that it was, you know, something staged, set up, or a hoax or anything like that. Uh, every so often, they'll get that, you know, that gimme, that that you know, that perfect catch. You know, they they mm-hmm. caught that in 2020 with they got they they had a double banger with 2020, double triple uh, home run with uh, George Floyd, Aubrey, and uh, Breonna Taylor. You know, they didn't have to do anything. They just you know, <laughs> all they had to do was receive that ball. But, you know, you look at years past, they'll create, you know, uh, you know, some kind of manufacture, some kind of controversy to push forward the narrative 
so yeah, I see this Hawaii shit just getting turned into like, oh, my climate crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this climate change um, stuff, it's just it's literally become a mental illness by by this point. It literally is like, did you guys see that what happened? I believe it was in Germany where like a, a where like a person literally um you super glued their hand to like an airplane railway, like the, the rail the runway, literally super glued their hand to the concrete so the plane couldn't land. And I don't know for I heard that the person may need to have their hand actually amputated just just mm-hmm. to get them free from it. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just what I heard. So well, if they need to get their hand shot, you know, to, to be frank, if they did something that fucking retarded, yeah, you probably don't deserve a hand. You know, you, you need to have your hand uh, uh, privileges removed. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are a lot yeah. of re- re- retards these days. Um, Pen- um, Pennsylvania just elected one in the midterms. So <laughs> and he's brain dead. <laughs> that's like an insult to actual retards <laughs> you're muted Ray nah let him go for a bit okay <laughs> one second my audio cut out oh you're back in man yeah I'm back guys sorry about that <laughs> yeah, my audio cuts out all the time, so there's nothing I can do to stop that. But yeah, like I said, Pennsylvania just elected one, and the only reason is because they hated Oz. That's the only reason why. So, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or other things. There are people that are literally blocking highways and stuff like that. Um, too, just to prevent cars from just going down the, the highway. Like there are even Those some videos infuriate me. Yeah, like there. Did you see that video where that woman literally um grabbed that um that um that that um zoomer i forgot it was a young girl in her 20s i believe literally oh, grabbed yeah, that her hair and pull her off the highway grabbed so, her by her hair yeah, yeah that was funny yeah, that was awesome. yeah, yeah that happened in germany if i'm not mistaken uh, that yeah was and they li- and they literally kept coming right back right after they dragged him off the road so like i don't know what's happened to people this is i think it, this obviously has to come from they believe so much what teachers tell them that's what that's what kids believe these days. They believe everything the teachers t- the teachers tell them, and they let it define the morality. So, well, it's not just teachers; it's everything. It's uh, that that's why uh, I noticed, Greg, you got a nice uh, collection of Marvel Legends there. So you're into <laughs> pop culture, right? So you probably noticed that it's seeped in to everything. So it's whether yeah. it's their teachers, music, TV, movies. They're constantly being told this. Uh, doctrine, you know, and because they're kids, because they're young, think back to when you guys, you know, where I can think back to when, and I remember doing some dumb stuff like getting stupid haircuts or wearing stupid clothes because I saw a musician doing it or somebody on TV or whatever, you know, and you think it's cool, right? Because you don't yeah. know any better, you, you're dumb, and the, so think how impressionable they are. Now, when we were kids, this the stuff that we that was uh. A bad influence was just, like I said, bad haircuts, bad clothes, maybe doing stupid stunts like jackass or something, you know. But now what they're being impressioned into is this indoctrination is is wokeism, you know, climate change, uh, LGBTQ and you know, all the gay stuff. You well, know, we, we had that, change when we were kids, too. I, I mean, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm, remember, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when the big scare was acid rain. And then there was a big scare about things freezing and a big scare about shit melting. Um, you know, I, I grew up uh, during an era where everything Al Gore said was treated as the gospel. 
like Al Gore said that by 2013, all New York and LA would be all flooded. And he said by 2013, <laughs> that would happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, like I, I was concerned as a kid about this shit called acid rain. I thought I was going to melt going outside in Florida as a youngster because there was that, that was dominating the headlines in the early nineties was acid rain. Hmm. Interesting. So Damn. I don't remember acid rain. I I'm, I'm old enough to remember the Y2K scare. You know, everybody oh, yeah. being freaked out about what's going to happen. I wasn't year. born yet. I was I was born like um about uh, about a year or two afterwards. Oh, wow. oh OK. All right. So, so but, but yeah, I've read all about it. It was just hilarious from what from everything I've seen about it. Like people actually bought bought into this conspiracy that the entire world was going to shut the electricity down right right on the power grid would just be would just yeah. explode. Everyone's like nukes would out. just go off like I the best the funniest thing about Y2K is that Family Guy episode. If you guys remember that, like that we're like um it was the it was released I believe on New Year's Eve. I could be wrong, but somewhere around there, and it was just Y2K literally happened like on on December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. That's when that episode was released. So, yeah, yep, but yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. but all but also so. Let's get back to the wildfire right here. Um, if you had to take a guess, do you think that this is some conspiratorial thing or do you think that this is just some pure accident? It just ha- happened. Uh, I, I think it was pure, pure act. I mean, it could be a case of arson with some fucking idiot, you know, but also it could be, you know, controlled burn that got out of you know hand, you know, some retard with a cigarette. You know what I mean? Some idiot playing with a lighter. I mean, you know, I don't know. Like I was a kid. I played with a fire when I was a kid. And yeah, I guarantee you, if I set some shit on fire, I would keep my mouth shut. <laughs> you ain't getting that out of me out of, for, for nothing. Uh, I think it's just something that occurred naturally uh, and is being exploited narrative-wise mm-hmm. or has the propensity to be exploited. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could be wrong, but I believe I heard Tim Pool talking about, like, um, he says he thinks it was just an accident, but he did talk about how there was some, like, um, there was an area right near where you think the center of like the fire would have started. Like there were just like a giant area right there where like, um, there's like a giant gaping area part right there. So could something have shot down right there? Like, um, like I said, there's been rumors about drones or even satellites causing that. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah. It's, it's most likely not like conspiratorial. I, I would have to look into it a little more and see, uh, like you were just talking about the areas that are around it, because, uh, you know, we mentioned earlier about, you know, the farmland and, and things like that. Those those have a reason for happening because they're affecting uh, whether it's um, agriculture or transportation or whatever, you know, the train fires and stuff, whatever it may be, spill, uh, spilling all that coal out and everything, you know, those have more of a, a purpose behind it. Whereas this doesn't seem to, but I think they'll still um, try to, capitalize on it and go oh hey it's it's global warming but um yeah w- in, unless unless it comes out that there was some important thing in the area that you maybe you would think that maybe the fire was targeting or whoever said it if it was set by somebody uh then then yeah it was probably random most likely it was random but they are definitely going to use it I, i'm leaning towards that this is just I, i'm leaning towards there is some conspiracy behind this like um with the way that's being like talked about so much and how big it's gotten i don't think it's because like something a fire that a wildfire this big like i said has not happened in the last hundred years so i i'm sorry i just can't believe that i'm um, this just some pure accident 
Like, and plus, it's happened all around the same time as the alien stuff and the Hunter Biden stuff is happening right here. Well, that's what it, it's a distraction. Yeah, that's what it is. I, whether it whether it was set on purpose or accident, the because you you just said there's so much focus about it. Everyone's talking about it. That's the key. You you basically like that's the answer to your question. Is it's a distraction? Uh, obviously, the the climate change people are going to use it, but. They're going to, oh, something else to talk about that's not the cocaine Hunter Biden left in the White House. That's not all the money that we found out that they uh, swindled over in Ukraine and shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about the fire. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, Jason, um, Sal posted something on Facebook about we're like, um, he posted a photo of the White House and the caption reads, man, crack houses didn't used to be this fancy back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the nicest trap house I ever seen. The nicest <laughs> crack house. <laughs> I'm sorry. How dumb you have to be to not figure that one out? How dumb? Well, uh, I mean, like everybody the, uh, knows at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, when it comes to the cocaine in the White House, every anybody with an IQ above room temperature knows it was either Hunter's coke or somebody in his orbit, Particularly you know, a stripper possibly. Well, you know what I mean, like you know, because the, the thing is, like, if if you do coke. And you got friends at a party. Your friends do coke too, or, or at least a chunk of them do. Um, if that's your, you know, forte, if that's your cup of tea. And you know, Hunter Biden seems like the type of dude that likes to roll with motherfuckers who like to party. Like, I think yeah. it's funny, you know, his little excursions or whatever. Like, I think that's kind of funny stuff. You know, the fact that his family uh, ascended to the presidency despite how he is ostensibly one of he's got to be a politician's worst nightmare for a fucking kid. I think the only yeah. person more oh. embarrassed of their son is Tom Hanks with regard to Chet. <laughs> Dude, Tom Hanks' son is based. Oh, yeah, no. Tom Hanks' son is fucking hilarious. But, like, I, th I think that's the only other, like, prominent dad you could find who's more embarrassed of their kid. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and I think Joe Biden just has to deal deal with it. In no, no, no. He doesn't have to deal with it. He doesn't even know what's Biden going on. You guys seen John Wick, right? Yeah, oh, I love all four those movies. Remember, uh, yeah, the, I'm sure you've seen all of them, but remember the first one, oh. the the son that go, that starts the whole thing that gets John Wick back. That's Hunter Biden, the son of the <laughs> you know the Russian guy, you know, who's like just trying to run his thing, you know, even though he was a crook too, but yeah. he's trying to run it. And his son was such a colossal fuck up that he got John Wick after him. That's Hunter Biden, man. He's such a colossal. He's what they make parodies of in movies and stuff. You know, you've seen him in these, in these action movies, these crime movies. He's like a, he's a living parody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there are nights where Joe Biden goes to sleep and, and say, why did it have to be Bo? Uh, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or why, like when will the real John Wick come for us? Well, you know, Bo like, Biden was actually supposed to be the president, not Joe. If you guys don't remember that, like um, he was actually the, supposed to be the he was actually the smart one out of all of them. So, well, yeah, that's 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 the thing. Like, you know, that's why I mean, I, I know Joe Biden would never publicly say it, but I know damn good and well that motherfucker at night sometimes is just thinking, oh, God, why? Why did it yeah. have to be? Oh, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like like you mentioned how 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 pathetic Hunter Biden is like. um, Did you guys see like a few months ago he was actually arguing in court demanding that his four-year-old daughter who he had who, who he had with the stripper not take his last name so yeah and uh, uh that was uh settled and uh the child she, is not uh child's not she, gonna get the namesake uh 
she doesn't get the name Biden uh, in exchange for it. And this is so fucking stupid. Like, this is how you know, because uh, I, I, I don't care so much about Hunter Biden being a, a, a dope fiend. I care about the money shit uh, yeah. and him selling access to office, selling the influence, selling the Biden brand. Uh, because a part of the deal that was secured with um, Hunter Biden and his ex regarding the last name and the child support, she doesn't get the, the the kid doesn't get the last name Biden, which I think that's fucking retarded that a judge can even impose that because you yeah. can change your name willy nilly if you want to. She should yeah. just her mom should just have her do that anyway. That's literally yeah. what she should do. But a part like, of the deal was increase in child support or recalculated child support. And the kid gets to take, I think, like three or four or five Hunter Biden paintings that they can do whatever they want, whether they sell it to a museum. Like Hunter Biden's arts and crafts, literally, that, that motherfucker's macaroni art. Yeah, That's I how think... you know uh, it's, it's all shady because, number one, art is one of the biggest mediums used to, uh, you know, launder money. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, it's not a coincidence that the crackhead is now painting. Like, I think I think one of the theories about, about why um she why he was trying to make sure she didn't take his last name was that is that by the is when Hunter is when Joe dies, Hunter inherits gets a share of his, of his wealth, and guess what? That means um that granddaughter his his daughter has a claim to some of that to the Biden family wealth. So I uh, think that's why he's trying to do that. Uh, that's that that's not how exactly. That was- Trust, yeah, that would be like after party. Hunter dies, really. If because, yeah. yeah, if it all goes to Hunter, he keeps it while he's alive. I, I think it's more just because something that Greg just said, he goes, Uh, you know, I don't care if he's doing you know drugs and this, and this. he's a degenerate, basically. I care about the money. And normally, I would agree with you, you know, people, whatever, you know, we live in a free country. Um, you know, I don't approve of it. Uh, you know, I think it's shameful. Um, but I still, you know, I, I understand that it, we have freedom here to do that, however. I think it should matter in this case because the Bidens themselves made such they they ran on it. They platformed, you know, their campaign on decency being on the ballot. Remember, that was their little catchphrase. Decency is on the ballot. But you got a crackhead son, a degenerate crackhead son, pedophile uh, Joe and the the son's pedophile, too, because he was with those 15 year old girls. So you got pedophile father and son druggies criminals and they're talking about dc on the ballot normally i wouldn't i would say yeah drug whatever let's talk about the money but uh, no no let's actually let's talk about the drugs too put it all on the table because you're the ones who said decency was on the ballot well yeah i mean let, but let, them, let them eat their words you, you know what i'm saying let them eat their words yeah, yeah. and when i was saying about like the it's it's my personal thing I don't care that much that, you know, he's a degenerate. I, I don't care. There, I've known lots of drug addicts. It's like, oh, man, you know, there's somebody else, uh, part of the shooting gallery. Um, and, yeah, the decency on the ballot thing, yeah, that that is, that always was complete horseshit. Even, you know, uh, Joe Biden's marriage, his second marriage to that mm-hmm. uh, Jill lady, uh, <laughs> you know, their their love story is completely manufactured. You know, he made it seem like you know he was divorced. I'm Joe's. I'm Jill's wife. <laughs> like you, you remember when he said? You remember that when he says, "Hey, I'm Jill's wife." Like all for no reason whatsoever. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe Biden was cheating on his gal to start dating that Jill Biden lady. Not like he was completely free and clear 
of any relationship. Uh, I believe he was either, I, I think he was previously married at the time when he was meeting Jill and dating her and fucking her or whatever. Uh, and, and he was doing that behind either it was a, a wife, fiance, girlfriend. I can't remember what his marital status was uh, because she went, came out on the air and was like, yeah, uh, home, homeboy cheated on me. He, you know, this wasn't like some organic thing. Jill Biden was a side chick that he decided to marry. Like, you know, so that's not decent. You know, when they want to try to juxtapose him to Trump yeah. and be like, oh, Trump is, you know, uh, you know, uh, what's the term? Philander, I think, or something like that. You know, it's like, well, so is Biden. He's, you know, maybe not as maybe bad, I'd say, you know, when it comes to the ladies, but he's not as he's not a great shining example of, you know, yeah. decency, modesty and monogamy. Like, well, that's I don't why think we've it, ever I really, agree. I, it was always a bullshit slogan, but that's the thing. If they're going to use it, then let's really shine. Let's let's use it back on them. You know, uh, what's that expression? When you're pointing the finger, there's four back pointing at you. So, yeah, they want to yeah. say these see our own ballot as much of a bullshit slogan as it is. OK, let's really put you under the magnifying glass. Then. Yeah, pretty much every president has has put out a bunch of bullcrap propaganda to just try to get elected, really. Every single one yeah. of them has. So all, all of them have a bad side to them. Every one of them. But there, but there are some that just aren't as bad as the others, like um, Trump, Reagan, JFK. They're not as bad as like um, the others, like Carter or or Biden or Obama. So Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. By, by by the by the way, did you guys um see that um what Obama said about a week ago, where he talked that got released in a book where he had gay sex fantasies? Did you see that? Yeah, I, yeah, I, saw, I saw that. You know, I mean, if that's true. Uh, that's certainly weird. Uh, <laughs> well, Michael Obama proves that. So <laughs> I've seen multiple people point out that the rise of this LGBTQ LMNOP faggot movement started with Obama. Yeah. Like it all started back around 2008 with Obama. Like he like the, he he put this stuff on the rise. He, he kind of did during his second term because during his first term, I don't know if you guys remember, um, he was a, a traditionalist where he said marriage was between a man mm -hmm. and a mm -hmm. woman. Um, and then he eventually kind of warmed to the idea of gay marriage and stuff like that. And that was largely because of that also being on the horizon with the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Um and every administration has, has had to tackle uh, that. It's one of the reasons, it's one of my criticisms of Trump, you know, when, when people be like, oh, it was so cool that Trump was, you know, against trannies in the military. I'm like, well, that's just a common sense thing. I don't give people a round of applause for reaching a logical uh, um, conclusion. conclusion. Uh, because outside of that, Trump was very pro LGBT. He was very on board with the log cabin Republicans, um, stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I, I prefer, you know, I, I would love to go back to the Clinton days that don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> yeah, get back in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, say what you will about Clinton, but homeboy was based. He was like, don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> yeah, the dude was a predator himself, but at least he had some common sense, though, right there. Yeah, so. but he played the saxophone. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you guys remember him. You know, Cam. Well, you weren't you weren't born yet, right? So you don't remember. But like, he was like all over MTV back in the early '90s, like during the lead up to the election, like in '91, '92, when he was going against uh, Bush Senior. 
um you know uh, he, he was he portrayed as this cool hip guy and he went on mtv and played the fucking saxophone and all i could think of at the time is like hey man he's just like a california raisin <laughs> so it's true they had him in the opening of animaniacs talking about clinton playing the saxophone <laughs> i mean it was just like a thing back then yeah so and and then plus you find on top of that that he was on epstein's flight log so well at least well he was yeah, on his know plane the old curve yeah and they still have not released those flight logs which i read I really, really want to know who was on those logs. I really want to know. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're ever going to release them for that very reason because of who's on there. And it just, it, everything that happens after that, it, it like, uh, who's that old man that they went after because he was posting on social media and they went and they killed him? The FBI. Oh, uh, that? Um, Are you talking about that fat dude that, that said he thre- he was threatening the FBI or CIA? Yeah, he was, he was like, oh, Biden's in town. I'm going to go get my ghillie suit and shit and that, then like that dude they, was just went to his house and killed him i mean i think like he opened fire on them first or something but just the just that they were you know oh let's let's pay attention to what this guy is saying on social media you know every little every other little thing is looked at but not the list of clients you know for epstein island or you know not the uh the the research on the the coof, the jab, you know what I'm saying? You know, there's all these things they're hiding. Oh, but we'll tell you about the aliens. We'll go after this guy who said mean things on social media. But yeah, yeah, don't worry about this other stuff. Well, yeah, and, and the cool thing is, or, uh, you know, or I don't say cool. That was actually not a cool thing that happened. Uh, uh, I believe it was over in Utah. Um, you know, a friend of mine, uh, Ray Dixferum, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with her, uh, Ray. Uh uh, she did a op-ed on my uh, news site, thebreakdownnews.com, uh, covering that because she found the case that was built up against the individual to be, you know, largely ridiculous because they were going through posts of his as far back as 10 years ago, uh, if not more, going back to posts from like 2009, uh, the wow. infamous photo of him in a ghillie suit holding a rifle. That's from 2009. <laughs> wow, I did not know that part. Yeah, yeah, that that is a photo he took fucking 14 years ago. Uh, because he can't get in his, he couldn't get in his ghillie suit anymore. He couldn't be sitting there, you know, perched up on a rooftop or anything like that, because he was fat, disabled, walked with a cane, and the fact that the FBI rolled up their guns blazing at, you know six o'clock in the morning on the day that you know biden was supposed to be in utah some 30 40 50 miles away and they found him at home that's kind of proof positive that homeboy was just shit posting he was boomer yeah, talking shit yeah how yeah. much he look at how much the people on the left do that these um particularly like um hey jason remember when you and carlos got um i'm um, um, threatened and all this kind of stuff right when all the news broke out about you guys Look, how, Dude, you guys they got still countless talk times. shit, man. How could I forget? They still talk shit to this very day. We're eight months into the year, and they still talk shit. And, and Greg, what I mean by that is like, um, Jason, he's he he has a he's one he and our other friend Carlos. They're working on like an, a Transformers um animated project, their own fan film, and they found out that um Jason was conservative. Well, he was working on it, and they started attacking both of them. A lot more conservative. They're, well, they're, they're like he's a bigot, he's a transphobe and a homophobe, and he's yeah. racist. Because yeah. I said I want to live on a farm. And the, and said, the oh, it's, 
they say saying I want to live on a farm is code for I want to get away from black people. And so I, I quote tweeted, I said, oh, I want to live on a farm. Well, so you're just blatantly admitting that you're a racist now. And I'm like, no, I just don't want to be around black people. And the funny thing is, Carlos is um, Cuban. So that should let you know right there. Yeah, well, like, I don't care. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they they label me everything, but um, that was well, back in January, and it's August, and they still they still talk about it. They're never gonna stop. They're never gonna stop. But uh, that's the thing, though, man. Is like these people are cuckoo for cocoa puffs. You know what I'm saying? They're probably 14, and they have no lives whatsoever. That's probably what they are. No, I mean there there are probably some people in their twenties, thirties, forties that fucking get all up. Oh, definitely. Shit, well, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm just being hyperbole, right? Oh, yeah, just yeah, joking. yeah. Yeah, no, I, and and the thing is, like the people that get so bent out of shape out of um, you know folks like you, Mister Bacon, uh, <laughs> like uh, that's gonna be my name for you, Mister Bacon. Um, if you're just like ostensibly like you know just lean more right than left, and you kind of just want to do your own thing, live on a farm, whatever. Like I don't understand like why folks such as yourself get so much shit when there are folks like me like i'm i'm alarmingly far right um i make a joke about I, I call it mostly conservative because you know the reason why i say that is because it, it rolls off the tongue it, it it rests on ears better than saying alarmingly far right mm -hmm. uh and the funny thing is if i describe myself as mostly conservative and then i say the things that i feel like what i feel about x y or z people who would be thrown off by individuals who are far right um that they, they suddenly like oh that's not that bad because like you know there are aspects of of being far right that aren't necessarily that bad people do kind of enjoy a little bit of self segregation like you know being out in rural areas often wanting to associate with people that kind of look like them you know tribalism tribalism it's called tribalism and it's natural yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there's a myriad of other things, you know, I do believe uh, in, I don't want to say like full-blown, you know, dictator-esque uh, kind of entities, uh, but, you know, a little bit of theocratic fascism here and there wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> I, I actually, something that gets people riled up, because you know how like these retards will put in their bio their their stupid made up pronouns and all that dumb shit. Yeah. So I I'm like, all right, well then here the very first thing in my bio, Christian nationalist. Yeah, I we're want I want, a, I want a nation under Christian rule that yeah. I, homosexuality should be illegal. That yeah. that gets them so mad. That gets yeah. them so mad. I'm like, yeah, yeah, gay should be outlawed. I stand yeah. with Uganda. Yeah, both Get of us. Rope. You both pedophiles. of us are both of us are Christian nationalists, actually. So, yeah, I mainly became that because of Carlos. Like after he talked to me about some stuff, I was like, yeah, I'm fully in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I like I used to be all like freedom, like, oh, you know, the Transformers thing, you know, freedom is the right of all sentient beings. Now I'm like, nah, nah, get the rope. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put that on a shirt, man. You got to put that on a shirt. Oh, <laughs> hey, this this isn't gonna, this isn't live streaming on YouTube. Is it? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't say this stuff if it was on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know that would get me in trouble. Uh, well, like, dude, well, the thing is, me? the thing is, I got permanently banned from YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm like, dude, we're getting into Turner Diaries territory <laughs> right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you, I might put that on a shirt myself, then if you're not going to, Jason. But yeah. <laughs> but, but like, you mentioned something funny, like um, how they called you racist because you want to live on a farm. Here's the thing. I'm half black and I actually want to live on a farm myself. So, yeah. 
Yeah. There's so, really nothing redeeming about the uh, current black American culture. Yeah, a lot a lot of black people from like and I I I have friends and family that are like this. They try to act like they're they're freaking hood. That's literally what they try to act like. And they and they think just by and they think that acting hood is a cool is cool and it's trendy. So they go along with this all the time. And yeah, it's it, become the culture. Yeah. Or, or like um, they say anything that is that is that they deem is like um, 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 pro America is automatically racist. Like I have friends and even family that even criticize Jason Aldean for that song he put out. Try that mm -hmm. in a small town. Like mm -hmm. you remember the outcry over that? Like about it was about a month ago already. Man, yeah, man, yeah, they're freaking out. It's it's been a long already. Been a month already. And well, they got that new song. Uh, that Oliver, what's his name? Oliver something. That ginger guy, you know, put out that new song. That that's a banger. Oh yeah, like Richmond North of Richmond. Yeah, Richmond North. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The one. That's the one. I haven't listened so, like, to it anthem. yet. I haven't listened yet to it, but I'll probably will later. But good man. The, from whenever someone puts out like a pro America or a pro patriarchy thing, they always get attacked all the time. And mm -hmm. and here's another thing. From this is just a rumor I heard. I can't confirm if this is true or not, but. A lot of people, they're intentionally trying to get canceled because they get more publicity because of it. They get better known. Mm -hmm. Like, that that's one of the theories why Jason Aldean made that song. Like, I don't know if he mm -hmm. did or didn't, but we're not. Or there's even theories about Joe Rogan is trying to intentionally get canceled because of all the stuff that he's been saying recently, too. About January 6th, about having Trump on his podcast, like, all this kind of weird stuff, so... Well, there's there's been a lot of pushback lately. You know, we we talk about all these idiots on on Twitter or X, whatever the hell it's called, Instagram, social media in general, I guess. Um, that how they've kind of had the run of things, you know. And you and you know, you use the term "cancel." That's the whole thing is they've been canceling people, you know, getting people fired, uh, you know, whatever. And uh, I see this pendulum slowly starting to swing back. We've been talking about it. I, when I say we, like, I know I've been on the show with you before, Ray. And then I also talk amongst, you know, my, my friend circles and things about like the pendulum and how it's kind of gone back and forth. You know, there was a, a leftist movement back, you know, with the hippies and everything. Right. And then in the, in the eighties and nineties, it was very kind of like capitalist right wing, you know, we were all like, yeah, you know, uh, big strong guys and hot babes and all the movies. Right. So, um, we, we've swung back into this like leftist thing for the last nearly, uh, 10 years or so. And it feels like it's finally starting to swing back. And what, you know, to go on the, the back of what you were saying with how people are trying to get canceled on purpose because they see the publicity they can get from it. Even on, if it's not necessarily uh, uh, for publicity, if it's like a, an entertainer, but just, just from being on social media and you can kind of see how people would talk. And I'm seeing people now use lingo or phrases or whatever you want to call it that I would normally when I'd say, oh, oh they, are they... Are they also conservative, Christian based, whatever you want to say, but maybe not because then the, the more you look, oh, they were just kidding around, but they're using that. They're using uh, sort of edgy right wing talking points as humor now because that's what gets the reaction. That's what gets, you know, so like talk, they'll just, you know, gay bashing to, <laughs> to put it simply like gay bashing is coming back in style, baby. It's back on the menu. I'm so <laughs> yeah, let's man. Can't we wait gotta, to call gotta them fabulous. So yeah, like that's the thing. It's like it, it's uh 
I know. I see Ray over there. Uh, maybe I, because I didn't realize you were so much younger than me. So it's, for me, hey, that's like you didn't normal, know that. Like, I told I told all of you guys. I told you, Carlos, and all of them that I'm only in my twenties. I'm only yeah. 21. See, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. You know, because I'm just I'm just used to like talking. You know, because uh, yeah, you know, being a kid from the nineties, like shit, we t- <laughs> you call everybody a faggot. You know, like yeah. so it's just it's good to see that kind of stuff coming back, even if they're using it. Uh, you know ironically or just to be edgy and they may not believe what they're saying the fact that it's coming back and not because because the more that people do it you can't cancel everyone you know you can cancel the few people that were speaking out at first but now if everybody's saying it you can't cancel them all so now you know it's gonna free up speech you know because speech has been getting a lot less free lately and we we need to free it back up yeah so where do you guys see like this going right now? Like, um, well, before I get into that, I actually was blue pill beforehand. Obviously I'm young. So I obviously was, but then I got red pilled along the way because of 2020. So, because we, they exposed themselves in 2020. I don't know if they, that was intentional or not, what, the, what they were trying to do with these people in high positions of power were trying to do, or because I think if they were trying to expose themselves that much, they were giving away all their plans. So wait, wait, yeah. who, who are these people in high power you speak of? The elitist. What do you mean by elite? <laughs> no, who, who are they? <laughs> well, yeah. I don't even know. Can we even say that on Rumble? Is, is the Illuminati? Like... The Matrix? The Matrix. <laughs> Oy, they. The blue memes. <laughs> Look, oh, like, like, I, I do agree. Okay, I should not have said they. I should not have said that. that that's just too ambiguous. Like, um, like I have to be more specific when I say that. Like, you remember that um guy, Kevin Trudeau, from, like, about 10, 15 years ago, where, like, he was putting out these books that said weight loss secrets that they don't want you to know. And, like, he actually got put in jail because of it. So, you guys remember that? talking about the same they, though? I don't know. Well, he was talking about – I think he probably was. So, yeah. I, I, th- I think Bacon and I are on the same page. Uh, I don't know if you're, you're catching on it, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you talking right. about then then let's just say it just say it well, we're talking we're talking a, about the, a, the friendly merchants birds and steens you know, the, yeah the shekel steens you know those people that mel gibson are a fan of <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i get it I wish I, I had it. like the soundboard. Kanye <laughs> West. <laughs> the Jews. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I should have seen that coming. I should have seen that coming. <laughs> oh my god. It's all right, oh, Ray. We're, we're getting you caught up, man. We're getting you caught up. I know. I'm pretty sorry, sure the ADL is already in the chat somewhere. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I, I, I mean, know. they, can, they, they can smell it a mile away and with good reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, anybody at Rumble that, that hears this, they, these are jokes. They're jokes. That's it. Yeah, they're just, yeah, they're just jokes, guys. 
Uh, we need to do another one of these sometime after this too. This was this is hilarious. Yeah, but we got to get Carlos on too, Jason, with that because this this would be hilarious because of that. The reason is because um Carlos, like um he's a little let's just say he he's more plain with with when it comes to jokes and he just oh he reacts in a certain way that just makes it funny in itself. That that's the that's the way I interpret it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay and i'm um, speaking of some crazy stuff you guys want to see something hilarious too i think you guys will be that you guys will laugh your behinds off like i've showed osiris this and i've showed someone else this i'm jason there is this guy who i watch on youtube he's a leftist but i the only reason i watch him is because i can't stop watching him i just dislike watching him all the time and he he talks movies and tv reviews and stuff like this but he always he from time to time will talk politics and he's just annoying too. So, and he was doing a live stream about a few months ago and someone sent him a super chat and trolled him with it. Like, you guys want to see that? Like, it's something so funny you guys will not even think of. So yeah, let me pull this right up right here. I'm gonna show you guys it right here. Uh, let me pull this up right here. Okay, let me pull it up. Yeah, I have it right here because I, when you guys said those jokes, I immediately went to this immediately. So yeah, I have to go. Let me let me get to it. <laughs> right here. <laughs> right here. Anyway, I'm sorry you didn't like it, Cash. This part I'm right still here. Still kind of excited about You'll seeing see. it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Maynard writes, "Happy birthday to Nick Gurr." <laughs> in, um, Got him. Uh, get him people in the um ah, shouts out my buddy I, nick man every time nick every Gurr? time <laughs> people, I, I, or is that a celebrity that i don't know about i'm not sure what, <laughs> what, make, Got what, him. what makes it funny is he doesn't even realize it so yeah it, it didn't phase him it didn't phase some celebrity i don't know about everybody everybody loves nick oh man yeah everybody some loves nick Gurr. so nick Gurr, damn i gotta look him up can you imagine how gullible can you be to fall for something? Dude, people have like tried this? that on my streams. People have tried that on my. They've they've super chatted me the exact same thing. Like, oh man, sh- can you shout out my friend Nick Gurr? And, <laughs> and as soon as I see it, I, I recognize the name. So I'm like, oh, you know, I can't say that on YouTube, even though I don't have like I'll say the real thing. You know, you don't have to trick me, but like, just don't get me banned on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that, that's a that's an old uh, uh, 4chan joke. It's one of the old classic. It's one of the oldest tricks in the book. So, yeah. classic, dude. Well, yeah, what, a, what a boomer! Well, Look yeah. at him; he doesn't even get it. Yeah, yeah it's well, like the uh, GTA mod, four uh, chan yeah. uh, <laughs> joke about the twin towers. Like yeah. there was this guy that used to do uh, live streams talking about what kind of mods do you want to see for GTA, and yeah. you know people from four chan would come up and be like, uh, call because he would host call-ins, like call me live, and he'd be live streaming the calls. He's like. And people will be like, so I was thinking about a, a, a mod where, all right, you've got these, you know how you can get apartments in GTA? So you got these two really tall apartment buildings. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my nickname is Mike Oxlong. So, yeah. Mike Oxlong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Th- this this dude he didn't even re- I I can't stop watching him I just dislike watching him all the time, like this guy literally he, he there was a movie he, he was talking he was talking about like a reboot of a movie that's coming out called um How to Train Your Dragon and a bunch of the cast like in the are are actually black 
because in the original movie that all the characters were white characters and a bunch of them were, were recast to be black and a bunch of people were criticizing him when he was talking about that. Then he went, came out with a response video telling anyone who disagrees with me on this immediately leave my channel, unsubscribe and don't come back. And literally says, calls them ra racist bigots and all this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. So <laughs> this well, dude I'm is glad just he's weird. getting trolled. I'm glad that there's some people in the audience there to troll him. He looks like a turtle who lost his shell. Yeah, speaking so. of speaking of a guy who besides this guy has said the um just says a whole bunch of weird what's his, stuff. What's like his that. name, by the way? John, what's like guys? Huh? John Camp John Campia. Look him up. You'll find him out. John Campia. John Campia. That sounds kind of familiar. I think I might have heard that name thrown around before. Yeah, John he also Campions. so there's also something funny. Let me pull this up. Uh he did a review of Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, and he said something right in the in the middle of it when he was talking about like um like Jason, you know the twins from Revenge of the Fallen. He said something that that they act like that they are in the movie. Uh, the Nigabots. Something something along those lines. Let me find uh, it right here. It, it was funny. Like, look, where is it? But not as good. And I thought, how is that possible? Turns out he was absolute action is, where is bigger it? and more where is intense it? and insane. Where is it? that most replayed moment There's, right there. See, see that little lump a, in the timeline? Shot of it where in the, in the middle? There's yeah, great right here. Stuff like that. Most, look, that's the most people, replayed moment. Um, and that's what people probably are going to is him talking about jazz the Nigabots. The first movie. Jazz was stereotypical. Right here. Black. Here it is. Characters introduced in a movie that single-handedly ruin a film. And, and and the twins did that. They are the new Georgia Banks. They are the most stereotypically racist characters I've seen on screen in a long time. You know, I was trying to explain the twins to somebody. And basically it's this. The twins are two... Hood niggas <laughs> that talk ridiculous jive are jive. Illiterate. I'm not making that up. They actually reveal that in the movie. They're illiterate. They can't even read. Um, they, you know, they talk like this, and they have buck teeth, and one of them even has a big buck gold tooth, and stuff like that. And look, some people um, try to point out to me, well, John, how's that any different from Jazz in the first movie? Jazz was stereotypical black guy. Yeah, but I don't have a problem with stereotypes in and of themselves. Look, you want to show an Italian in a movie? I'm Italian, by the way. You want to show an Italian in a movie eating spaghetti and meatballs? That's neither positive or negative. I mean, sure, Jazz in the first movie said the line, what's up, little bitches? <laughs> but he was also portrayed as a strong, fearless leader. Remember, he's second in command of the Autobots. Leader? There was nothing negative about Jazz. The twins, on the other hand, is everything negative. I mean, stupid, illiterate, you know, Jazz. Yeah, I mean, I was a, it takes a lot to offend me. It takes a lot to offend You're me. You're a white dude. How does that offend I don't you? Think it takes a lot to offend beyond me. just being offensive. They yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Hell. And no, I have to take a take I'm gonna much to all. I'm going to take a watch with me. Maybe my iPhone, use the timer in my iPhone to figure out um, how much screen time. But I'm pretty positive that the twins have more screen time than either Megatron or Optimus Prime. In this movie, and so you want the black horrible. characters to have less horrible. screen time? You Another racist character we see in clips. Wheelie uh, is is almost as annoying as the twins. Wheelie is a little Decepticon who, for some unknown reason, doesn't really say why. He just decides to become an Autobot halfway through the movie. I'm not really I love sure. How he's like mad uh, that they made them too black. Yeah, and we get to see that's racist that, in itself, uh, isn't it? Movie that she that's what that's basically horrible. what he's saying. He's like they made them too black, and I'm not happy about that. I actually liked him in the first film. I thought he was like, you know, a really cool character with some pretty zany quirks about him. 
Jazz was just like eighty percent black. A Yosemite Sam. These these twins were one hundred twenty percent. Ridiculous. The dialogue is worse in this movie than it was in the first one. Well, I thought I thought like so, people need to see themselves represented in movies. So what about those you know young black youths that have a gold tooth and mm -hmm. jive talk? They need to yeah. see themselves in movies too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's what's so funny is that he's he's uh clearly denoting these as black characters. His in fact his problem is that they're too black, but at the same time, he doesn't like that they had so much screen time. So what yeah, what, what what's the matter? You racist? I thought you wanted the black people to be represented. Yeah. So it was like you hey Jason, you remember in that movie where like when they were the ice cream truck and they were getting ready to like rescan their vehicles to become like those new and improved improved vehicles? Remember they were fighting over who got the green car, like saying, nah, mm -hmm. nah, green is mine. I call green. Yeah, they were the fighting like they're in the middle of a waffle house. <laughs> and then one of them then the after the other one beats the the other one up and gets the car, he says it's called an ass whooping, man. So so yeah. it's the way he says it. So so Either way, like this guy, he's he's contradicting himself in a lot of ways. So, what does he care? He's a white guy. What does he care? Yeah, why? I'm offended on behalf of all the black people who actually act like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, um, that means why isn't he offended by um when um, an Italian eats spaghetti and meatballs in a movie? Then, so that's just a stereotypical. Oh, why, why, why wasn't he offended by the Super Mario Brothers movie? Oh, it's a Mario. <laughs> yeah. That was Chris Pratt. Who, it wasn't like the original guy who played Mario. So, look at my big mustache. We have a dinner with the family. Oh, they don't, they don't like me because I'm not as successful. <laughs> they actually got upset by the big family. Yeah. Well, the original guy did voice a did have a cameo. He played one of the one of the one of the guys that was in the station at the beginning of the movie. We're like um, where like they were getting ready to go out and do their movie? first job. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, he actually voiced that character right there. It was just a cameo, though. So, yeah. So, <laughs> there's so many, so many clips about this guy that's so hilarious. Like, the guy is like, he's annoying in itself. Like, I don't know how stupid someone could be to do all this right here. So, yeah. <laughs> and really, I'm making a tradition to show like um that one clip where where he got trolled. I'm gonna make that. I'm making that a tradition to show everyone who who was a guest on. That's their initiation. He turned Watch off his sound again, didn't he? Boomer. Watch this 30-year-old left-wing boomer get trolled. In his okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's got yeah, audio. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't control that. That just happens all the time. There's nothing I can do. Literally, for no reason, it happens. Oh, man, you got to get good. <laughs> I, I can't figure it out. There's no. I've been do, dealing with this for about for about a year almost, actually, and I just can't figure it out. Yeah, actually, it'd be a year in about a couple weeks, that to be honest. So, yeah, mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> yeah, I could watch clips. I there's a bunch of there's actually a guy out there on YouTube who actually has a channel where like called Campia Exposed, where he just trolls him all the time. Literally just makes videos and just takes um, clips from all of his segments and compiles them together and just makes some hilarious thing. Like, uh, let me find this right here. Uh, let me find it. Uh, Campia Exposed. Okay. Uh, where, where is this? Uh, I'm trying to find this. Is it thing. all on just that one guy? Yeah. So right, right here. See? Yeah. This can't be exposed. 
So yeah, you gotta go check that out. It's it's hilarious because because this guy, all he does is just like he talks all bad about things about people who disagree with him, disagree with him all the time, and he's just getting trolled back. So yeah, uh, where. There's also one more thing I wanted to show you guys about this, like it, unless it got deleted. So who knows? Um, soy slop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Is this it right here? Oh, right here. This one right here. John, like remember when I talked about the how to train your dragon thing, and someone trolled, made a took this video and just edited it around. So. This is his response to that thing, and this guy just um, edited it. Like, watch this right here. John here on a beautiful night in Southern California. You know, I was going through some of the comments <laughs> on some of the videos today. You know, one of the stories that came out today was they got their lead cast for the How to Train Your Dragon live-action remake, and I thought it was terrific. Look, they went and got the girl, uh, Nico Parker, I think is her name, from uh, Last of Us, there were a bunch of comments on the hood nigga thing in it and <clears throat> complaining that this How to Train Your Dragon thing is already ruined because they changed Astrid. Because they changed Astrid. And because they changed Astrid, <laughs> that means this thing was a complete disaster. It was ruined, destined to fail because they changed Astro. But that was interesting. I thought that was interesting. But oh my God, if you get a girl who the pigmentation of her skin tone is a little bit different than Astrid's is, if the pigmentation of her skin is a little bit darker than what Astrid's is in the cartoon, Height, not a problem. Eye color, not a problem. Hand, not a problem. Oh, tone of her skin. That's a problem. This movie's doomed. Please get the fuck off my channel. You mouth-breathing, basement-dwelling, cousin, cousin humper, humping motherfuckers. Just get off my channel. Don't come to my channel. I'm on a what an edgy boy. I want to purge 30,000 of my subscribers off my channel by the within the next 48 hours. And I would like them to be, because with the number of comments of people saying such idiotic, moronic things, I figure there's got to be at least 30,000 of you knuckle-draggers around there. In other news, the Prime Minister of Sweden visited Washington today, and my tiny little nipples went to France. So please just leave my channel. Don't come back. Don't watch my stuff. Uh, I, I want to purge 30,000 things. Do me a favor, you racist pieces of shit. And go and find one of your echo chamber websites where you can all stand around and jerk each other off while you tilt your head back and go woke, woke. And then you can come on each other's faces and tell each other that come on your face. What cleanses you of woke? Dude, he's got some really weird woke, fantasies. Woke, woke. Yeah, come on your face. Come on your face. Come on your face. Woke. Woke. 
what cleanses you of wokeness? Yeah, tell yourselves that. Whatever is going to get you off and make you feel good about yourself. This dude has some really weird find an echo chamber. He does. Where you and your illiterate brood can just gather around and, and just, like I said, do a big circle jerk with each other. Um, yeah, that's all my thoughts for tonight. Thanks for joining me, guys. Whoa. Whoa. Come on your face. What cleanses you of wokeness? Come on your face. Come on your face. Come on your face. Come on your face. Come he's like, on he's your picturing face. it right now. Come on he's your all, face. He's in the moment. Come on your face. Cleanses you of wokeness. He's 51. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that guy is. <laughs> like, seriously, he talks a lot about this kind of weird stuff on his channel all the time, literally. So, well, yeah. I, I also think that he doesn't realize the concept of comment rating. Like, yeah, maybe they are his subscribers that are just, you know, talking shit, but they probably aren't. They're probably just people rating the comment section. Uh, just going in there because chances are uh, probably a chunk of his views are a lot of hate views or yeah. people just want to talk shit. Uh, I mean, if he wants to throw that ad revenue down the drain, I mean, fucking go for it, I guess. You know, like uh, when he, like uh, he, he said in there that he wants, um, wants everyone who disagrees with him to basically unsubscribe and leave. Well, the thing is, I'm actually not, um, I never unsubscribe and I never will. I'm, I'm not giving him that satisfaction. So, yeah, because I, I literally cannot stop watching this stuff because it's just so – I just dislike watch it all the time. I can't stop doing it. All right. But, yeah, and the, the dude is just some – if you go back and watch his channel, like go all the way through it, you'll find a lot of weird stuff like that. Like like Jason, you you were you said the, something hilarious. Like he's he's envisioning it. Like he's in, in the moment in it. So – Yeah, he was, yeah. He was uh, living it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised actually if that actually is true. If he was, so yeah. <laughs> but the dude is married though to an Asian lady, so who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, some freaky shit. Yeah. Uh, did you guys want to talk about the Trump indictment real quick here? If you'd like to, trip. Let's go. We can go right into it. If you like to, we can be quick on it. Yeah. Let. Uh, to all the people in the audience that doesn't know, we obviously know President Trump has been, well, to me, the real president, I should say. So, yeah, we all know the answer with that. But, yeah, he's been indicted. Um, was this, is he, has he been already or is he going to be? I, I don't remember for 100% fact. Out of but, Georgia, uh, I don't know if an indictment came through yet or not, uh, but I haven't checked up today. So don't quote me on it. I mean, you could, you could easily Google it right now and see whether he's been indicted or not out of Georgia. But, yeah, it's about... um. Was it Fulton County, I believe, where like um he was um he because there were these videos coming out there on the night from election night of these these people that were actually taking ballots from under the table and scanning them multiple times all 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 over. So, and whether you whether you believe the election was stolen or not, you can't lie that there was some suspicious stuff going on down there in Fulton County, whether you want to admit it or not. There was, and. Trump was raised questions about this um, right when it happened. And because basically from what I can tell that the reason why they're going to, or they ha or, ha or already have filed it is because they think Trump is slandering them, even though there's no real evidence of it, which 
in my opinion, I don't think Trump was slandering whatsoever. I think he was just stating the facts that was going on down there. Like, whether you, it, it's suspicious because you don't take ballots out from under the table and start scanning them multiple times over and over the same ballots too. So, yeah, what do you guys think? Well, um, if I, you know, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I don't know if an indictment has been, um, you know, tossed out there out of Fulton County uh, yet or not. But I know there is a lot of talk of it. And it centers around uh, largely <clears throat> the conversation that uh, 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 Trump had with uh, some of the officials over yonder about, you know, asking them to, and I'm paraphrasing here, but asking them to, to find votes, um, you know, to, to swing the state or whatever in his favor um, in the lead up to January 6th. And I believe that is what they're latching on to, you know, uh, alleging that this is, you know, somehow criminal conduct. Now, as we've seen with um, special uh, uh, counsel Jack Smith or whatever, what he did with the federal indictment, he did something similar, uh, alleging that the speech Trump was engaged in in the lead up to January 6th was not protected speech, but rather a large nefarious plot to steal the election, you know, and, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, whether it be conversing or, or acting upon, you know, bad faith counsel from, you know, Trump's legal advisors or pursuing what he may or may not have thought was legal uh, in terms of uh, the election. And then also there's the allegations surrounding the uh, uh, slate of fake electors in multiple states. It looks like that's what Georgia is trying to latch on to what the federal indictment is claiming. You know, just Trump was engaged in unprotected speech, trying to illegally uh, manipulate uh, the outcome of the election. I think it's dumb. I think it's stupid. I think the federal indictment's stupid. I think the impending indictment or one that it may have already been issued, I don't know, out of Fulton County, I think that's dumb. I think the one out of Manhattan, Al Alvin Braggs, is dumb. Uh, but outside of acknowledging that it's dumb, I think he's going to get convicted out of one of those cases. Probably not the Manhattan one. That is a very weak case. But I believe the original indictment uh, from the federal government regarding the uh, Mar-a-Lago documents um, with the uh, superseding indictment regarding allegations of deprivation of uh, civil rights and attempts to defraud the U.S. government, so on and so forth. I think something I, I, I don't see him skating by that because he's going to have to deal with a D.C. jury. It doesn't matter whether or not he's legitimately guilty. All that matters yeah. is what the jury returns. Yeah, so like you, if he, do you imagine this will be going on during the election next year? Like, um, if he gets convicted, do you think he they'll just put him right be behind bars right then? So if he, so if this is going on during the campaign, will he be allowed to like, um, will they allow to put like a Skype in where he can like talk about some certain stuff, or do you think they'll just say, hey, you're behind bars, you can't do anything anymore? So, yeah, no, if, if he gets put uh, in in a federal prison, depending on uh, what level security which if he gets in one of the higher level securities, which he probably will, uh, he would probably get put in protective custody, which would put him in an SMU unit at the federal level. Um, yeah, his campaign would be done. Now, admittedly, people could still vote for him. 
it would be silly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they could st- he could he could be elected and pardon uh, himself. Not really, because in order for him to uh, take office, it's not enough for him to just be elected. He has to be able to take office, take the oath of office, uh, uh, reside in the office to do things like pardoning and so on and so forth. Well, couldn't they just technically bring the paperwork to his cell then, like, so he could do that? They could. Uh, it, it's it, it, it would never happen. Even even if by some miracle uh, Trump were to get the nomination, like, let's say, because he's got two trials starting uh, before the primaries wrap up next year. He's got a trial kicking off uh, for Manhattan in May, and then he has the uh, federal trial for the documents portion, which that's going to be baked in with the superseding that kicks off in July of next year. Uh, so that's even before the primaries wrap up. Uh, those trials are going to last a couple of weeks. We're not going to see the federal trial either. No cameras in the federal courtroom. Once that's over, you know, it, if he gets, if he gets convicted out of DC, which he probably will, you know, let's, let's call a spade a spade. He's going to get convicted in DC. I don't want him to, but that's just how DC works. Am yeah. I crazy for thinking that? You're not crazy what for at all for thinking that. Like, um, and Jason Osiris even brought up a point that he shouldn't. When he first got indicted, he should not have even showed up whatsoever. Like, hey, this is something that's unconstitutional. There's nothing. There's nothing warranting this. He he should have just said, "I ain't showing up. I'm not doing that." So yeah, really because like um, it's. It's illegitimate. These indictments are illegitimate. There's no, there's no basis to back them, really. So there's, he should he should have just, like, went on with his life for what he was doing. Yeah, I, I agree, and uh, I agree with what Greg said as well. And the thing about it is is that um, I think what they're trying to do, in addition, obvi- obviously they're trying to derail Trump's campaign and uh, uh, jail a political opponent, but what I think, I think, you know, that's the immediate, right? But I think the long-term goal is they are trying to set a precedent to where, because it's it seems like it's still up in the air whether or not Biden's going to run again or if he even can, you know, he's so old and everything. So whoever ends up, if it's Biden again, if it's another uh, Democrat candidate, whoever it is, they want to be able to have this precedent set so that going forward, Anytime anyone uh, uh, becomes too popular, you know, has has like that that people people's movement. What do they call it? The groundswell from the grassroots populism, the support of the people behind them that they that they can. Well, all we got to do is just find a box of documents in their garage and they're done and we can haul them off. Yeah. So you think he's going to get convicted, um, Jason? I, I like honestly I don't know if he's going to get convicted. I don't I don't know if that's even necessarily uh um the the point because if he's too tied up I know we're saying well what if he gets convicted and then we and then he gets elected can he you know take office from jail i don't if he's all tied up in court i don't see how he can do all the campaigning and and stuff necessary because we know that we're already behind the eight ball when Joe Biden has said, has already said he doesn't need to campaign. 
Uh, have you guys heard that? Have you heard Biden's? Uh, it was either Biden or Biden's administration. Somebody said that he doesn't need to campaign. Yeah, for, for the next presidential run. And it's like, well, why? That's a weird thing to say. You know, everybody needs, especially incumbent presidents, always need. That's a weird thing to say that you don't even need to campaign. That's a, like you, like you just have it in the bag. That's a weird thing to say. And and that's the thing is that when you have these people who are. Uh, uh, got got no reason to even campaign. They got like a built-in, whether it's through mail-in ballots, whether it's through their constituents, or just that dumb and loyal, you know, because they're so brainwashed. What you know, because a lot of black people, you hear them talk about other black people who are uh, just die-hard Democrats, even though they're getting screwed over by them left and right. You know, so um, that's the thing is, I regardless of what it is, they've got enough built-in votes that we're already behind the eight ball, and we need. All the boots on the ground, campaigning, doing our own ballot harvesting, you know, whatever we got to do. We got to play the same game they're playing. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, the reason why he doesn't have to campaign is because, like, you know, it's like the dueling kitchen conundrum. You know, the kitchen, you know, the, the, the preferred kitchen doesn't even need to be serving up hot food. They would be the de facto kitchen if they can set a fire in the opposing kitchen's you know, workspace. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going mm-hmm. on with the GOP primary. We've got a fire yep. in our primary. Mm-hmm. The top candidate is likely someone who, through these absurd circumstances, will likely become unelectable. And we have so much infighting within the GOP base. You have people throwing a fit saying, well, if I can't have Trump, then we won't have anybody. And you have people that are, you know, going after Ron DeSantis because they think he's a traitor. I don't think DeSantis is a traitor. I think he's a guy who sees the writing on the wall. He's ignorant. No, I no, not ignorant. I think he's. I think his eyes are fucking wide open. I think. Yeah, I I think he's just trying to play more center because he thinks that that's like the better way to go. But the but the. He's not going to get the Trump followers because the Trump followers want a bit more extremity at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's well, it's not a- have a good alternative to Trump. And so that's that's why going back to what I was saying, that's why I don't think the conviction really matters if he gets convicted or not. I think it's all about setting the precedent that we can charge political opponents right before a campaign and keep them tied up in the court. Yeah. And they'll just do it and do it and do it. This is just Whether like- they get convicted or not. Yeah, this is just like what Nixon did. What he weaponized the DOJ and went after his political rivals. So yes. they're they're just doing the exact same thing right here. Yes. So yeah. But I have also I've also said this though. No matter what, I think there's in my opinion, there is a zero percent chance that Biden will lose in 2024. I think that no matter whoever runs against him, no matter what, he has a zero percent chance of losing. Main reason why um <clears throat> my generation, for whatever reason for whatever reason, actually likes him. I can't even figure out why. I don't even know why. And then on top of that, I think Trump kind of sabotaged the Republican Party because, like, um, you remember, like, um, he remember that dinner he had with Kanye, Milo, and Nick Fuentes? That just, <laughs> that, yeah, that just literally set a, that literally um set a bad precedent right there. Everyone started turning against him, like, they're saying, "Oh, you're hosting white supremacists now." Literally, I'm not joking like that. He should have been like, "Yes." Like if Trump was like, yes, yes, I am white, white power, <laughs> he yeah. would have gotten like more support. But, 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 but 
I actually think he would have gotten even less support because people he would have just got pushed more and more to the right, more extremeness. Now I'm not no, necessarily saying he, that, that's bad. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that's bad. No, I'm not. I'm just saying like yeah. even the moderates and in, in the libertarians would have turned away turned away from him because of that. And then I said this was the final straw. After that, you remember those that big um like um announcement he was putting up. He was um hyping up for like a few weeks, and then when it came out that what it was. It was just trading cards that he announced. Literally, oh, just NFTs. NFTs, NFTs. Like I was yeah. like, okay, he's done. No he, he has no he has no chance whatsoever now. He doesn't. Well, like the, the thing that that I've I find mildly irritating with some folks that that are you know Trump or no one else uh, because you know for the record I like Trump. I voted for him in uh, 2016 and 2020, um, and I, I thought you know his approach to certain things were good, especially you know his uh, foreign policy approach was pretty good with uh, some criticism toward Israel. He was a little bit too much of an Israel simp. Um, but that being said, when I hear people talk about, like, you know, the, the the acolytes, the people that kind of fell victim to the cult of personality, say, like, yo, you know, Trump needs the four years because he needs to finish what he was, you know, trying to do, and, you know, and look at all the accomplishments that he did. And, like, all right, don't give him too much credit because, you know, he, he got the bump stock ban, which that pissed off mm-hmm. the two A people. Yeah, he he gave red flag laws a glowing fucking endorsement. Yeah. Uh, you know he obviously pumped up the LGBT community. Uh, we didn't get anything close to resembling a completed border wall. Uh, well, not not entirely for that because he got what he could, but the thing is, he lost the election. Well supposedly lost the election and then like yes there was nothing done for two years about the wall but that was because he was dealing with lawsuits from the democrats like constantly they kept constantly filing lawsuits against well, yeah them, yeah don't get wrong that, the, the lawsuits were fucking stupid yeah um but if he if he if he couldn't do it in the first four years i sure as shit don't see him getting anything even remotely done in another four-year term because these people are going to be even harder on him he's going to Mm-hmm. You there? He froze up for a bit. You there, Greg? Might, might just be lag. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he is in Arizona, though. From what I, from what he told me, so his lagging might be a problem right there. Oh, okay. Um, did did you guys lose me for a minute or what? Yeah, for a yeah, minute. Cut out for a second. Yeah, no. If if Trump were to get a second term, I think the 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 Democrats, his Congress would be far more divided. It wouldn't be able to get shit done through Congress. Uh, you know, House and Senate would be 50-50 split, so to speak. Uh, so nothing's getting pushed through on the Trump agenda there. Uh, the only thing you would have is the fucking courts, the Supreme Court. That's all well, it got. We have to thank him, though, because he, he had three Supreme Court nominations. We have Because if it wasn't for him, Roe v. Wade never would have been, even been turned over. And that some vaccine mandate would never have been struck down either. We, well, yeah, we, have, to, yeah. we have to thank him for that. But you can only legislate from the bench so I, much. I, so I agree. I, I agree. I don't know. Even if he got elected, I think the best that it would serve uh, conservatives and shit posters and stuff like that is just more memes of four more years Trump. Uh, he's your president. That's the best we'd get out of it or memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think we would get anything that would be truly beneficial yeah. outside of just saying we won. Look at that. Yeah, nothing's gonna change, but we won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll. I also say this though: 
DeSantis would have a much better, even though I think DeSantis hadn't would have no chance of beating Biden, but I'll say this, he would have a much better chance than Trump would, much better. The reason being because he, he does the same things Trump does, but he does it with more class. So he doesn't say things that are irresponsible. And therefore, he would actually gain a lot of moderates and libertarians. So, but Trump can't can't do that because he just scares the moderates and, and the libertarians off. But DeSantis, he just wouldn't be able to get enough either, either way because, like I said, Biden is very popular among my generation. Yeah, no, and I think somebody to, to keep an eye out for as well, uh, because I don't think he gets enough credit, is uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, he's seen... Well, no, he seems like a really uh, I, strong contender if he were given more. I just um, think I think he's a plant, though. Uh, the reason is because he's associated associated with the WEF. That's why. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I like he seems like a pretty normal guy to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to believe he's a good guy, but. I'm just saying, if you're associated with the WEF, like that's the reason why I don't trust Tulsi Gabbard whatsoever. So, well, what's yeah. what's this what's this association with WEF? The WEF, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah WEF. What? The World yeah. Economic Forum. You never yes, heard I, of that? I know, no, I know what it is. Like, I'm asking what his association is with it. The young global leaders, like people like Mark Zuckerberg, a whole bunch of BlackRock executives, a whole bunch of politicians. Oh, that's, all around the world. Yeah, but that's stupid shit. Uh, the young global leaders, all that is, is that's not the individuals associating with the World Economic yeah, Forum. Well, that's well, they the go World to, Economic Forum and saying these are people to watch. Well, well, these these people they go to the they go to Davos for these meetings too. So that alone just makes it. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I I just I have a hard time trusting people who are associated with that organization. Yeah, no, I mean, because what was it? Uh, Dan Crenshaw uh, came under mm -hmm. fire because they claimed he was associated with WEF. And the reality of the thing was WEF called him a young global leader, but Dan Crenshaw never spoke at any of their events, never talked but about he, WEF. But he went to Davos, though. He, he may not have spoken there, but he went to the event. Yeah. I don't, know. don't get me wrong. I think Klaus Schwab is a fucking cuck. Uh, a, a weirdo, and I don't like his, you know, New World Order shit. Um, yeah. Him and Billy G. But also at the same time, I think sometimes people get too hyper focused on mm. WEF. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, what is WEF actually doing? What have they done? You know what I mean? Well, well, look, like what Klaus Schwab said, that they have infiltrated governments all across the world. So that should be a, a, a flare right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can call it like a new modern skull and bones, I guess. You know what I mean? Trudeau. <laughs> like, well, well, I should say, well, I should say Castro Jr. up in Canada, too. So. But I guess like, you know, my, my thing is like, you know, just I, I, I pay more attention sometimes, I guess, to what individuals do, um, you know, rather, you gotta, rather than. You got to pay more attention to the WEF, man. You have to. Like No, no, like I I've, I've looked into him for years. That's that's why I'm discussing it with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they get even enough credit for all they do though. That's in my opinion. They they do way more than we even know about. Cuz most of it what they do, they will never hear about it because all of it is just underground stuff that they keep to themselves. 
Uh, I mean, it's possible. I, I don't know. Mr. Bacon, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. We got a lost a little bit there. Um, <laughs> that, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, the World Economic Forum is, um, I'm not a fan of them at all, but I don't, it, it's not who I'm necessarily looking out for uh, at the moment. Um, as Greg said, I think looking at what individuals are doing, um, especially since they're, you know, it's a, it's a lot easier to track the actions of one individual. And even if these individuals do make up, uh, you know, the the EU or the NATO or the WEF or whatever it is, I mean, you know, that's that's a, a common tie between them. But I, yeah, looking at just the organization itself and just oh, like they, like because they're not they're not the actual lawmakers or anything. They're just trying to influence uh, people in power, and and they may be trying mm-hmm. to get people. Uh, into positions of power so they can hold influence. But again, then then look at those individual people. Um, so, yeah, I think yeah. that's what is more important well, to pay attention to right now. Well, Mark Twain said it best. It's easier to fool someone than to convince someone that they've been fooled. So yeah. that, that's just that's just my view on it. Anyone who's associated with, that, with the WEF, I automatically do not trust whatsoever. I just can't. Oh, yeah. I mean, fair. that's fair enough. That's that's why I that's why I also also say this. Why do people think um, that um, Putin in Russia is outside of the club? Like they're obviously doing their own little thing. No, they're not. Putin Putin was a member of the WEF at one point. You guys realize that? So I automatically be- believe that this Ukraine thing is a whole bunch of nonsense that they're just using to distract the public from. That's just my opinion on that. So, and plus he's buddy buddies with Xi Jinping or how about? Whether or what, or better known as Winnie the Pooh. So, yeah, I'm old. I'm old enough to remember when Ukraine wasn't a country. It was part yeah. of the Soviet Union. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean that's that's the thing. Like you know, when when uh, and, and it's something I deal with. Um, you know, especially like some of the younger younger people that are like all pro Ukraine, and they can't understand why there would be uh, what I would call ethnic Russians that are pro USSR inside of uh, Ukraine. They can't figure it out. Why? Like, why is that happening? It's like, imagine if Florida or Texas or fucking California were part of the United States. And then just one day they're no longer part of the U S and they are just called Florida or Texas or California. Everything else is the U S. Do you think that you still may have United States sympathizers in, you know, those uh, annexed areas? And do you think they still might be alive or passed on those beliefs? I don't know, in let's say 30 years. Because that's, you know, from from the date the conflict started between Russia and Ukraine to when Ukraine became its own independent country, it was 30 years. Um, you know, U- Ukraine gained their independence or, or, you know, whatever you want to call it, in uh, 1992. And so for folks to be fucking you know, flabbergasted that there are territorial disputes and you have this weird kind of uh, uh, sympathetic uh, sect within the Donbas region of Ukraine that, 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 that identify with Russia. Uh, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, a false flag. I don't think it's any funny business. I think they're, they're legitimately having, uh, you know, a domestic dispute for lack of a better term 
you know, they're, 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 the, they're the girlfriend and boyfriend that are having difficulty breaking up slash staying together. Yeah. I, it's not I, of our I, business, though. I've just oh, been yeah, lied yeah. to. I've just been lied to by the government so much that I just don't believe anything they say anymore. That I, 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 I automatically believe that there's some sort of conspiratorial thing going on behind the scenes with almost everything. Well, what I think is weird with, um, you know, the Russia-Ukraine stuff is why the United States gives so much of a shit now. Now, I have my theories. I think the reason why the Biden administration gives so much of a shit about Ukraine is because the Bidens are so heavily invested in ukraine i mean you know during the euro maiden period when you know they were having a lot of internal conflict um you know with uh eastern ukraine and the donbas region when they were fighting each other they were you know just all sorts of shit going on over there uh around about 2013 2014 you know hunter biden was just taken in racks <laughs> around that time over in ukraine <clears throat> but if you if you look at that period our, the Biden administration just gives a, a hell of a lot of a shit for that. But during the uh, during in, in 2008, I believe it was to Georgia, just fucking steamrolled them <laughs> in yeah. 2008 for, for, for a lot of the same shit that, you know, Russia and Ukraine are having issues over NATO discussions. And nobody on our side of the, the fence, nobody here in America gave a shit about what happened to Georgia. They got fucking steamrolled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, your camera's been lag um, lagging a little more. So you want to wrap up here in a, in a second or two? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, by all means. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if your camera's just going to go out, I don't want, I don't want that to like affect the thing again. So yeah, I don't want like what happened last time to happen again. So yeah. But yeah, uh, I think we can wrap this video up right here, guys. So yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to start out with you, Greg. Um, where can my audience find you at? Uh, well, if you're on Twitter, you can find me at Greg Hoyt L-E-T. Uh, also, you can check out my news website. It is thebreakdownnews.com. You can follow us uh, on Twitter, you know, at BreakDNews or on Facebook, uh, you know, facebook.com slash breakdownnews. Okay. Where, how, about, how about you, Jason? Where can my audience find you at? Uh, I'm pretty much Orbital Bacon across all social media. I'm mostly active on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash at Orbital Bacon is the main channel. I upload a lot of classic uh, cartoons from the 80s and 90s, you know, before all the woke shit, you know. So like we and we uh, we live stream them or, or premiere them, whatever. It's like a watch party. So we have the live chat there and we all watch the shows. There's usually a few hundred people watching. We have a really good time talking about the good old days. And then I also have another channel, Orbital Bacon Bits, where I do live streams on more uh, political, spicy, uh, you know, edgy topics that aren't uh, as viewer friendly. Yeah. So you can find me on those two channels there on YouTube. That's where I'm most active. I'm, I have a Twitter, Orbital Bacon, but I, I don't post there like maybe once every other day or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I tagged you both there on Twitter so you can find each other there. So yeah. All yeah. right. Awesome. Uh, also, also, maybe you guys should do, do a, another collab yourselves too sometime. I think that would be interesting. Like maybe. I'll yeah. I, Greg, it was cool talking with you, man. Uh, yeah, no, style. absolutely. You seem like a hell of a cool guy, Mr. Bacon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah buddy. I think you would get along great with Carlson Sal, Greg. That those guys are really cool. So yeah. Or even Osiris too. Like those guys are mine and Jason's friends. And if you get along with us, you'll get along with them real, real great too. Oh yeah. yeah. 
So maybe sometime in the future we can um, arrange that. Who knows? So yeah. All right. All right, all right guys. Um, the, if you guys are watching this video, make sure to also go subscribe to them on their um accounts too, so they can get getting the, a following too. Well, they already have one, but so they can continue to grow their following, I should say. But also, if you're watching this, make sure to like and follow this um channel here on Rumble. Also, subscribe, uh, follow me on all the social media platforms because I'm on all of them, all of them across the board. I'm on all of those. Also, follow me on all the podcast platforms because I'm on all of those too. I upload there um, pretty much the day after the, I do the video. So you guys can. So if you guys are watching, listening to this, this is was the day after the the day you're listening to this was the day before it was recorded. So yeah, you guys know what I'm trying to say. I botched that, but yeah. So yeah. All right, guys. This was Ray. Greg and Jason, and this was the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This was episode number 115. Catch you guys later. Peace!